What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is another episode of Dingo Talk. My guest this week is Andy Upton, uh, the assistant football coach, wide receivers coach, and uh, track and field coach, head track and field coach here at Bethany College. Uh, we also have the first giveaway for the Dingo Talk giveaway, the bison and gear. Like, uh, so the names have been put into these bags before I got to them. Um, these are the two prizes for this week. There's two winners. Great turnout for the for the giveaway. Make sure if you didn't get a chance this week, well, this week coming, make sure you get a chance to get on. The uh, Make sure you're on social media and whatnot. There's a video out there explaining what you have to do and what we're doing this for. But uh, without further ado, I'm going to send it over to myself, uh, Coach Upton. What's going on, Chuckleheads? As I said in the intro, I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is Dingo Talk, and I'm here with Coach Andy Upton, the Head, me, head men's and women's track coach on the sprinter side, correct? Or is it? Okay, let's go right there first before we even get into sure. all this. So it's the head track coach. So I am the head men's and women's track and field coach. Okay. Okay. My, I guess you could say my uh, area of expertise um, would be the sprints, the hurdles, the jumps. Um, as a head coach, you, you pretty much have to be involved with everything, just like every sport. Mm -hmm. um, but those are the those are the three main ones that I focus on: sprints, sprints, hurdles, and jumps. And then you have Coach um, Gwen. Then I have, uh, you know, Coach Gwen who deals with the uh, the distance portion from basically the, the four hundred up, and he's very knowledgeable and you know pretty much helps out in just about every other event as well when needed. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have Carolyn Kitchens who is uh, you know the expert you know in the throws area um, and has uh, helped us to a lot of success in that area as well. And you also the assistant football coach, longest Correct. tenured coach here in in on the mountain or on the hilltop, I guess what can, we can call yeah, it. There you go. Here in Brook County, sure. Bethany, um, the wide receivers coach. Correct. I also know you're a T person, so I'm not going to make you wait any no, longer. There you go. There's your T. Nice. Um, so we're going to do what we always do. I just had to get that. I was a question was asked to me earlier today: is how does the coaching hierarchy for the track work? And I was like, I think coach, I think Andy's the head coach. Correct. But I'm not positive, so I'm going to ask it right off the shoot. We're just going to. Sure. Um, so we're going to start uh, 1992. You're getting recruited mm -hmm. by the uh, Institute of Technology at WVU. Correct. Um, kind of talk to us about that process. How did that? How did you? How did you find them? How did they find you? What was the interactions like? I would say when um, when I was a senior in high school. Uh, you know, I had I had quite a bit of success as a as a football player at, at Hurricane High School, um, which is located between Charleston and Huntington, West Virginia. Um, They're still a pretty dominant program to this day. They 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 are pretty good. Um, you know, they've had success. You know, uh, football wise, that their claim to fame has been a lot of baseball here recently. Um, but they are very very solid uh, football program over the years. It's always constantly uh, going to the playoffs. Um, um, when I was there, uh, you know, I would say we, I was probably a part of the class that just started making the turn and we started having uh, some winning seasons. But, um, you know, I had some success uh, as, a, as a senior. Um, then people started calling, knocking on doors, um, you know, wanting, wanting to hear a little more from me. And 
throughout the recruiting process. I would say it was pretty much everybody uh, in the state of West Virginia, just a little, you know, the Division twos across the state, you mm -hmm. know, one time or another, uh, you know, gave me a phone call, um, you know, looked at, you know, a couple of the bigger schools just, uh, you know, because you always have that dream, mm -hmm. of course. Obviously. Um, but, uh, you know, th that wasn't for me. I wasn't that type of a player or, you know, that size of a player and um, knew that um, throughout the recruiting process. So, as you said, the West Virginia Institute of Technology, otherwise known to us as West Virginia Tech. Um, oh. You know, the Golden Bears of West Virginia Tech. Um, so. And some success there as well. Um, what I would say is um, I, I had some personal success over the years, um, you know, here and there. Uh, we weren't very good as a team, I would say. We didn't win a whole lot of football games. Um, but, you know, I, I think that's all a part of the learning process. Mm -hmm. um, it's probably made me um, probably the person I am as a coach now as much as anything was in early years. And you can college. think back to those and go, well, you know, it doesn't always. Correct. So so you, after we go through your four years, you get a, a bachelor's in science and business administration and management. Correct. Uh, and then you come back and you coach there for a year. Sure. Uh, let's talk about that because now you're on the other side of the fence. So what's your recruitment tactic to get somebody to well West Virginia Tech? Well, I guess the, the biggest thing with that, you know, just hitting that whole story is, um, you know, when I first came out of high school and, you know, you're, you're thinking, oh, you're getting recruited and you're excited about, you know, the, the thought, the idea of playing collegially somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so, of course, you're excited about that. Um, you know, I went there thinking I was going to be a civil engineer and just play football, you know, and that's all I was going to do. Um, you know, play football for four years, get a civil engineering degree, and about halfway through, uh, civil engineering just wasn't your thing. Wasn't my thing. Um, and then, so I moved into you know getting a, a business degree, um, thinking you know at some point you know open my own business, be an entrepreneur of some sorts. Um, and then it came into my senior year, and you know our offensive line coach uh, Ron Boyd was his name who is currently the offensive line coach at the Citadel, um, you know, he, he came to me and said, we had an opening. We have an opening, you know, on the staff uh, to coach uh, the wide receivers here. Um, is that something you would be interested in? This is right after I'd finished, uh, finished up my time playing and I had, you know, uh, a semester left to finish up. Mm -hmm. So at that point, you know, I thought about it and they, you know, they, they thought, I, you know, I might be good at this and so I, I, I believed him for a minute, had a leap of faith and, uh, you know, jumped into it and, you know, kind of spread that semester into a whole year. Um, so I could, um, you know, try that, uh, you know, try that that coaching bit and, and it, it became something that I love. I fell in love with, um, you know, and how does that really, you know, go forward into, uh, the coaching aspect of it. Um, I use that story a lot in recruiting. Um, maybe not as much that year one, you know, of course, uh, you know, that first year I was, I was probably more of a on-field coach and making phone calls, mm -hmm. you know, talking to kids. But, you know, I think a lot of the, um, you know, during that first year, I, you know, I learned that aspect of it, you know, with communicating with uh, the kids. Um, there was probably, you know, a list of names given to me. 
Um, you know, if people did the fish and they put the pole in my hand, then you know, I you know, I started doing the reeling from there. Uh-huh. Um, but I learned a lot. But that that basically the story I just told you about my process has kind of moved me into, um, you know, today and over the years I've told that story a lot. Um, you know, you you never really know until what you want when you get in. I, I started off wanting to be a civil engineer, moved into business, and you know, you're talking. I'm starting my 23rd year of, uh, you know, uh, coaching, you know, college athletes and um, trying to make them the best uh, athlete and person they can be. And it's something I never even thought I would even, never even remotely thought about as I entered college. Um, so it's a story that I use a lot to, uh, to the athletes I recruit and to the kids. Because things happen, you know. Uh, and you, you know, change. From a, from a retention part, you know, when you look at it and go, kids may think they want to be a civil engineer just like I did, you know. I thought I was going to be a teacher. Right. <laughs> history teacher. I was going to coach football, and I was sure. going to be a history teacher. That didn't, so, didn't pan out that way. Stuff, that stuff happens a lot, you yeah. know, here. And then I sit down and I tell them my story, you know. And then people talk about, well, I want to get into coaching. And I'm going, you know, I, I have an MBA, a business degree, you know. If you want to do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so. Um, and you bring up your MBA, which is your next stop, right? That's correct. your next down, down. So you have the year from '97 to '98 where you're mm-hmm. you're coaching at your alma mater. Um, when does Wesleyan become the the next stop? Because there's there's an assistant track coach, there's assistant sure. football. You're getting your masters all there. So there's a lot there in your at, at that point in your life. Uh, kind of the same same way uh, as you get into the coaching into the coaching world, uh, you know it becomes a huge tree. Um, you know the coaching family and the the branches. I mean they, they really they really grow out there, and uh, you get to meet a lot of people. And um, you know the, the same individual who got me into uh, West Virginia Tech. Um, he was a West Virginia Wesleyan graduate. Um, you know, he had started for a couple years up there. My head coach my senior year uh, when I was at West Virginia Tech, Paul Price, was a uh, he was a West Virginia Wesleyan alum as well. And Ron Boyd takes off that, I guess, that spring, um, you know, after he got me, you know, to coach. I coached mm-hmm. a season with him at my alma mater. He takes off to West Virginia Wesleyan. And when he's there, there was a receiver opening phone call from him everybody else that was on the staff at West Virginia Tech they were a lot of West West Virginia Westland guys and uh, you know I went up there I interviewed and uh, was lucky enough to uh, coach under a great coach in uh, Bill Struble who uh, at that point he'd probably you know was 26 years into being a head coach there uh, very successful some won some conference championships coach of the years um, and you know was lucky enough um, you know to choose a place and to have them choose me um, you know that the, the West Virginia Westland family the tree of coaches that it has is all over the place mm-hmm. and uh, you know I, I learned a lot there in the five years I was there and uh, basically so so to get back to your question that's all that's you know how I got there I mean it's it was all who you know um, well, it's, it's crazy that the story is, you know, I, I finished up my se- you finished up your senior year. <laughs> you get a call, hey, we got an opening for this position. Sure. Then that guy leaves and you get a right. call and he's now, hey, right. we got an opening in a position. Come on up, we're, or, come on over, we're going to at least get sure. you in the in the interview. 
the rest of it is you got to sell yourself pretty much correct and i mean it's, it is i mean it's I would like to say either it or is a you know sometimes there it is what you know um, a lot of times it is who you know um, you know that can open the doors for you mm -hmm. and uh, you know in into my coaching my first two coaching jobs um, you know who I know um, you know did open those doors and you know really helped me learn the game and uh, you know the sports of you know football and track and field and um, now, how did you get into the the coaching, the track side? We got the football side. Sure. How does the the track side come into well, play? Well, when I was there, um, when I was at West Virginia Wesleyan College, um, you know, it's it's you know, it's a school of about fifteen hundred students. Um, you know, it was an, it's a nice small college right in the, the center of the state of West Virginia. Um, you know, it's it's much like Bethany, where everybody gets to know everybody real quick. Mm -hmm. The athletic department gets very close to each other. Um, you know, and the, uh, the, the the head track and field coach, who was also a legend there as well, um, you know, uh, his name's Jesse Skiles. He'll probably be in a, a sports hall of fame in West Virginia at some point. He's um, he's now currently the AD at Glenville State, but he, uh, he won probably, I'm gonna say, 50-some championships while he was there. Um, you know, yeah, I'd say much he's, coach of the years, things like that. He's heading for. He a needed spot. some, yeah. He, <laughs> he he needed some help, and uh, you know, and you know, I got to know him real well. And then you know, there was there was uh, you know a year where I started uh, started what I've been doing ever since is you know coaching football and coaching track at the same time, and you know learned a lot from him, you know, in the track and field world. Um, on how to be successful and, you know, uh, the, the different various events and, um, you know, just the whole how to be a winner as much as anything, um, you know, and I think that's what I was lucky to learn out of both those guys, the head football coach, Bill Struble and Jesse Skiles, that um, how to win, how to be a champion. And I was lucky enough to be around guys like that um, that I could learn from. So, um, so yeah, that's that's how it started again. Knowing somebody and somebody, you know, just going, hey, you know, I need, I need help. I need help, and I, I think you would be good at helping me. And you know, I, I you know, so I jumped in and um, haven't haven't really looked back. So you would consider yourself quite competitive. This is going to lead into part two. Uh, very competitive. I, uh, I have heard, and we'll bring it up in the next part. Um, we might have talked. To, we might be getting into these noon hoops conversations. Sure. And from what I hear, there's a there's a, a heck of a defender. I think, I, I think we've played a couple games, so I know you're a heck of a defender okay. in, in basketball. <laughs> Mid-range is, from what I've heard, it's it's questionable, mm. but the outside is you. Okay. That's what I've heard. Oh, you're also a rebounder, according to Erica. That's what she said last week. She, so we're, we'll talk a little bit more about that. And you're, but my mid-range is shaky. This is shaky. Say, shaky. Your mid-range right. is shaky. That's what I've heard. We, we may have to move this outside here for a little bit. We could, we could take a break and go. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll go work on that mid-range. Sure. Okay. Um, well, so you, what's the, you get, you get through, you get your master's in 2000 in business admin. Mm -hmm. What, it, when is the decision and how do you make the, now where's the connection coming up this way? Well, when we, uh, I, I got my master's, um, at, well, I finished my master's at Westland, mm -hmm. you know, like you said in 2000, then, uh, that year I decided, you know, I wanted to stick around. 
because I knew we had something good going there at Westland. So I said one more year. And, uh, you know, you talked about the recruiting process, coaching people, and, you know, if there's um, – well, I'm not going to say if there is. I mean, we all have our weaknesses, bad habits. We all have several of them. Um, you know, I, I've got kind of a, really a good, bad one. You know, I'm very, very loyal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I like to see stuff finished that I've started. Um, so after that year I got my master's, I, you know, uh, I stuck around. And, uh, you know, we had a very successful season, won the conference championship. Um, at that point, that's uh, – at the time, you know, I was dating my future wife while I was there. And, uh, you know, we kind of, you know, moved into – she's also a coach. And, you know, we were looking to see what we – what we going to do now. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a fork in the road. Um, you know, we're both coaches. That's not easy. Um, so we decided, okay, let's look and see who nails the first good job, you know, the, the best job, and, you know, we'll jump on it. Um, so, we're, you know, we're both looking at that point. And, uh, you know, I, I know I've said this before, you know, and, you know, I guess you could say private company and stuff like that, you know. I thought for sure, you know, just like we've talked about how I got this job, that job, so on and so forth. Um, man. That's what it was. She, she, she got a great job at Shippensburg, and I went, wait a minute, I'm supposed to get that, you know. And she, so she got she got a great job, you know. And so we're packing up and we're heading, um, you know, because you know I knew that that was going to happen, and you know we were going to get married, and, mm-hmm. you know. So we went to Shippensburg for a year, um, and she was, uh, you know, basketball coach under a good program there, great coach, um, you know, and uh, you know I stepped out of it for about you know six seven months um you know they had a you know a football program that you know i started talking talking to their coaches mm-hmm. and, uh, i thought about getting into it you know was looking into getting into it um but while i was doing that and you know making a little money selling insurance at the time during that um i decided you know insurance wasn't for me um you know that, that truly tested my love for the sports and, you know, we started actively looking, and, you know, something popped up here at Bethany. And that's and where I'm going to stop you, right there at that Bethany one. Because, well, what do you, you guys are the guests in this. I have to give to do this giveaway. Should I wait? Do it at the end of part two? You think we should do it now? Maybe a name now and a name later? What do you think? I think we should leave it. I think so, too. We make them, do make them get the make whole. Them wait. Make yeah. them wait. Yeah. Well. You know, they need to watch the whole show. <laughs> So we will be back for part two. There's a giveaway coming up. We're going to find out the rest of this this Bethany job that pops up and how Coach Upton and Coach Upton end up in Bethany because that's a... That's right. Um, but so enjoy. I hope you guys enjoyed part one, and we'll be back for part two, Chocolates. What's going on, everybody? This is Kieran Dunn, founder of Maple Shade Outdoors. You're currently watching Dingo Talk with my man, Carlo. If you're anything like me and you're really enjoying this content, you should like and subscribe this page. While you're on YouTube, you should probably just head over and like and subscribe Maple Shade Outdoors. Check out our page. Enjoy some videos and some outdoor content. You might as well hop on Instagram, Facebook, follow us, Maple Shade Outdoors. Now that's enough about me. I'm trying to get back and watch the rest of Dingo Talk, so I'll talk to you all later.